0: Now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now here's the voice of indie music: The
1: David Bowers. And I am the David Bon Jovial. I <laughs> mean how much more jovial can we be Thank you very much there John Bon Jovial I appreciate David you doing that every week for us As well as sitting in with us And helping us put this show together And make it work and Is that our, our version of uh, Is that our version of Luke I am your father I certainly <laughs> hope not <laughs> God. <laughs> God, <great. laughs> Hi boys we've and got- girls now, <laughs> we've got a fun show lined up for you today, and we're going to kick it off with a new, re- well, it's sort of a new release by an old friend of ours, David Starr, who was last on the show in January, talking about uh, his new releases. He was going for one year of a new release every month and putting it into an album. Well, that time has come. The album is now out, and he tells us that he decided to record a set of cover songs that inspired him over the years again john bon jovial i'm going to steal a little bit of your uh, of your thing here because i know you specialize in liking to know where our guests got their inspiration from and in this case you're going to find out right here because these are songs that have inspired him over the years in his career he said that some were lyrically inspiring some were songs that he'd played in bands over the years Some just felt good to sing and play, and others brought back some memories, some fond memories, or a kind of familiar melancholy. The new project started in November of last year and uh, just concluded in November of this year. And here's one of the tracks from David Starr's album, Touchstones. This is a remake. Well, you'll recognize it. Listen, Every Kind of People. kind of people. that's David Starr with the old Robert Palmer hit on his album Touchstones, which are songs that have inspired him to do the music that he does now. On the album, you'll find covers of Bob Dylan, Jackson Brown, Van Morrison, Gladys Knight, John Prine, The Cars, Poco, the Allman Brothers, John Hyatt, U2, a plethora of great sounds, and if you are into the music of the years gone by, or especially if you're into the music of David Starr, you're going to love this album. Touchstone. What say you, John Jovial?
0: Well, I'd say that uh, Mr. Starr has done it once again. I remember listening to his stuff and being very impressed with the uh, covers that he did, and they weren't just some schlocky piece of junk. I mean, he really put a lot of research, a a lot of effort, and a lot of thought into the way he does does it. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I think that Robert Palmer would have been proud of this one.
1: I really do. He did it. He did it justice. He did a good job on it. The guy is a pro, and you can tell he feels what he's doing, too. Really appreciate that. Great album. Going to go out and look for it. It's called Touchstone. We want to say hello to our friends. Uh, First off, our house band, Kitty Bingo, that does the David Bowers Awards theme song. Thank you for that and uh, for always being a part of the show also want to say hello to our friends at Rochester Free Radio, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, which follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio on Saturdays, and Armin Spins, which follows Steve Litvak on Rochester Free Radio. And if you're looking for some great variety of music, much of which you may never have heard before, give them a listen. You can find them online at RochesterFreeRadio.com. If you're in the Rochester, New York area of upstate New York, you'll find them on the radio dial at FM 106.3. And, of course, check out Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern time on Rochester Free Radio. I want to thank our friends at Anchor FM who've made it possible for you, the listener, to be a part of the David Bowers Awards and the support of Indie Artists and Music. And it's simple. If you listen to the David Bowers Awards on Anchor FM, at the end of the show, look for the link to make a contribution and chip in whatever you can. It's very simple. It'll make you a part of our show, the David Bowers Awards, and it'll also make you a part of supporting Indie Artists and Music. Mm-hmm. Chip in. Whatever you can, it will be greatly appreciated by us and the artists whom we support. Also, one to Check in with John Bon Jovial and see how things are going down in Florida.
0: Here in the Southland, a.k.a. In the, the Southland. swamp, paradise, people flock to Florida,
1: and I have no <laughs>
0: flocking idea why they do sometimes. I don't know. Did you flock there yourself. Yeah, well, this is true. Yeah. Uh, the, you know what? We've had a, uh, a beautiful fall, and uh, the weather has been just Absolutely wonderful
2: the See, last
0: yeah. few weeks. A uh, little on the warm side this week, but it is not destined to last too long. They're predicting the high temperatures will go back into the low to mid-70s in uh, another week and a half or so, and,
2: yeah,
1: I can live with that.
0: We've uh, got a chill
1: yeah. setting in. They tell us to break out the Woolies because next week we're going to be down in the 60s. Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. Can you <laughs> handle that? Well, you know,
1: Break well, out the Parkas. You know? get, get them off for us. The lows in the morning will be down in the 40s, so, you know, it's one of those things. It's, especially if you're a, a native Arizonian, uh, that can be a shock to your system. Yeah, but it's a dry cold. And it's a dry shock. <laughs> and it's dry humor. What can I say? <laughs> uh, here we are. Guess. Is
0: it, just before you go, is, is that humor or is it a humoroid?
1: I think we should move right on at this point in time. Right now, we have our first guest (laughs) standing by, (laughs) and uh, we're going to be talking to Stephen Kay right after we listen to four minutes and 29 seconds of his song, I Woke Up Wanting You. Now, because we're going to invite him to come in here and talk with us, Stephen Kaye, say hello to everyone.
3: How y'all doing? It's good to be on here with you guys tonight.
1: Great to have you here. Thank you for dropping by today and sharing your music with us. And uh, you're on you're a little bit of a roll right now. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But first, I want to do as I do with uh, a lot of the artists who most of the artists who come on here their first time anyway. And that is familiarize the audience, if you would, please. With who Stephen K is, let them know you know where you came from, how you got to where you are today.
3: Well, I have I've been performing professionally in country music and everything since the age of eight. You know, the first time that I'd ever been on stage professionally was with one of my mentors, the great Charlie Daniels,
2: Mm, and that was
3: a wonderful time in my life. And country music has been a huge part of my life since I was very very young. So something I've always loved, something I've always enjoyed. Tell the story.
1: Now just just another typical overnight success, right? <laughs> you sound like you're a little bit beyond eight years old now, so I, I have to assume that it's not an overnight success story. But that's a heck of a way to start. I mean, when you get your first appearance on stage with a person like Charlie Daniels, that's gotta be that's gotta be a moment you treasure the rest of your life.
3: It is you know it's it's one of those things where I had a wonderful music teacher in grade school, and her family was just happened to be friends with Charlie Daniels, and he was coming through for our county fair that year, mm-hmm. and she called up. And asked if I could be up on stage with him. And he allowed me to do that. And That's a day I'll never forget because I was scared to death. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure you were. And uh, I, that is that is really something. That, by the way, just, just have to ask this. Uh, any chance you uh, saved a picture of that or anything?
3: You know, there probably are some pictures around in my family's archives on that one. That's probably something I could dig up. Cause I know that there were be, some taken that was in yeah. 1979.
2: That's
1: one of my biggest regrets in my years in the business is the pictures I didn't take or get taken. You know, while I haven't, you know, met every big name there is in the business, I've met some people that uh, I'll always have memories of, and I would love to have had some pictures with many of them. Some of them I do have pictures of, but it's a, uh, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those things we have the technology. It's not rocket science. And, uh, <laughs> it's good to do it if you can. I I mean John and I who've been in radio so long, we've been talking about the stations we worked at and we didn't even get a picture of us working the studio. So it's
2: uh, <laughs>
1: you can't win win them all, that's for sure. John Bon Jovial, speaking of you, you're sitting there all together too quiet. I know you want to get in here. Well, yeah, and, and, and
0: I'm you know, I agree with you. The uh we've worked in some absolutely you know, stellar radio stations in some good markets and um i only have just not even a handful of pictures of me on the air back in the the you know the early 70s and uh mm-hmm. and, and and i i do i do regret that but uh, Stephen welcome to the show. It is great to have you on with us. Uh it's, uh, it's good great to hear to your music. Well, and 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 I mean that. I you know really am glad that you're taking some time out of your schedule to uh to be with us. You mentioned Charlie Pride. prior Charlie to Daniels. He's un- Charlie yes, Daniels. Yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my apologies on that. Yeah, Charlie Daniels. Uh we've had him on the show of course. You know, unfortunately he's passed so that won't happen again, but we've had him on the show what, three times I think. Two or three times, yeah. Yeah, Great guy to yeah. talk to. And, uh, great uh, man. Great, great guy to talk to. He really, oh, he was a wonderful, marvelous human being. He gave, and he, he gave he, his shirt off his back. He really he was. He and I share
1: share one personal trait together outside from our love to music and anything else we might. And I remember this because it's a trait that I have fostered for many years, and that is the fact that Charlie Daniels, you do not ask him, his opinion of anything unless you really want it because he will tell you he doesn't pull
0: punches. Oh, that yeah. is an
3: absolute fact.
1: <laughs> he doesn't pull any punches. That
0: is, that is for sure. But I want to talk to you for just a moment about, I woke up wanting you I'd like to know where the song came from, what the inspiration for it was, because I'm listening to it and I'm hearing uh, obvious, the the obvious country influence, but I don't know if anybody's said anything to you about it, but your, your vocal on there to me uh, is very reminiscent of uh, Stephen Bishop. And I don't know if anybody's ever said that to you before, but it, you know, it works out very well. And so what were your influences on this song? What, you know, where did it come from?
3: You know, we wanted to, i wanted to take and mix country music and give it kind of that old school feel where you know you get the you get the Roy Orbison vibe in there you get all of that it was just kind of a it's kind of a twist i wanted to do on a country song and it turned out just absolutely beautiful with the finished product you know, it's it's one of those things that you really don't know what you're gonna get until you get to the end of it and you get that finished cut of the song and you're like, Huh. That laid in there just kinda kinda like I wanted it to. You got that it you got that country really music feel. Oh man, and then you got the Roy Orbison type feel in there and a little bit of the old school country feel and it's just it's a lot of fun when you get to do something like that. It, 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 I picked up on the old school, you know, the old
0: school country feel of it. I mean, that was that was very evident. I mean, the uh, the, the guitar work, the picking on that. You know, I'm I'm hearing strains in there of uh, some of the uh, stuff that uh, Waylon Jennings had done early on in his career, and uh, also hearing some of the uh, you know the backup uh, backup band, if you will, for Mel Tellis. It 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 really seems to me that. You can tell which school you went to, and that's the old school, and that's the best <laughs> mm-hmm. school for country, yeah, as far as absolutely. I'm concerned.
3: Boy, it is too. You know, it's country music is just it's taken a it's taken a a turn, and not a good one. But yeah, the nice thing about it is there's a lot of artists trying to bring it back to where it was at.
1: Both true. Yes, we've talked about this on the show several times too, and the uh, the difference between today's modern country, uh, arena country now, uh, and, and of course, classic country as we know it. And you're right, it always keeps coming back. And sooner or later, another major artist will pop up who just dwells on the roots of country music and becomes a, uh, a monster success and the pendulum will swing back that way. You've got your own pendulum swinging for you. As I understand it, you've got a music video in the top 16 of the top 20 right now, and your new single is at number 25 in the top 40, I believe.
3: It is, and as of today, those numbers just shifted, which is kind of exciting. My music video just hit number 3 in the top 20, and my new song just jumped up to number 18.
1: And your new song is? In
3: the top 40. It's called Turn It Up. It was produced by Hall of Fame record producer Doc Holliday here in nashville where i happen to be sitting right this moment
1: and i will say yeah. having heard the track already i will say that it is one kick-ass track and uh, this is going to wake oh. you up john bon jovial if you're falling asleep there he's going to wake you up here because we're <laughs> going to play the new track uh, right after we talk with uh, steven so you can get ready for that one
0: you know, I, I want to jump in here for just a second. Sure. I'm not trying to steal your thunder, Dave, but uh, no, 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 no. you know, we were talking earlier about Music Row in Nashville and how it is it seems to have shifted out to uh, you know the Opryland area. And so, you're, since you're right there in Nashville, Stephen, uh, what has become of Music Row, and how has it affected places like Ernest Tubbs Record Shop?
3: You know, we were just down there here recently. And the beautiful thing about that is since it has shifted down towards that area, you're seeing more and more people getting to go into Ernest Hub's record shop. You're seeing a lot more stuff going in there and, and the younger the younger generation is getting to see what country music came from, the roots, um, the sounds the outfits, everything. So it's it's actually giving a younger generation a chance to get in there and see those things where normally where normally they wouldn't. So you get those crowds of people down there and they get to go in and see stuff from Loretta Lynn, Tub, George Jones, Hank Williams Senior, all of that stuff. And it's an amazing thing to watch the reactions as they go in there because they they've got this preconceived notion of what country music is right now but not what it was and where it came
2: yeah
1: that's true i can CMA, see what you're saying
3: CMA, cool.
1: i was there a long time ago unfortunately i haven't gotten back there i was there back in what i think was the last year before they moved uh the opry out to opry land. And I got to do Music Row. I got to do the uh, Ryman Auditorium. And, you know, Nashville, the way it was. And I've heard from many people that uh, the city has changed. And like every change, it's some good, some bad. I want to thank you for your observations. Now, you've just come out with this latest release, Turn It Up which we're going to be playing here in a couple of minutes. Tell us about the song.
3: Now, that song is, it's one of those songs where it's a feel-good song.
1: Definitely. You know,
3: it's, it's, it's based off of my experiences as I was coming up through the little clubs and honky-tonks and everything that I've played and and the reactions you get from from people as they are either entering the club or or just having a good time out on the floor. And uh, one of the really cool things about this song is got to work with the legendary Jim Horn, the, the famous saxophone mm. player. And Jim is he is he is he's the best he's the best there is out there. He's played for everybody. Yeah. He and have him, have him play on my music video. And everything, and having play on the song was sure. was a dream come true, you know. And I got to spend some time in the studio with the legendary Becky Hobbs too. Wow. Um, you're probably familiar with one of her songs, "Angels Among Us," that Alabama yeah. picked
2: up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And
3: Becky is wonderful. She was cutting her new single while I was in doing mine. And so know- I got to spend some time with Becky Hobbs and everybody. So.
1: You've gotten to make many great connections and uh, apparently you're making the most of it. I think that is wonderful. You are keeping, are, are you keeping in touch with these people? Oh, absolutely. On a daily yeah, basis. I would, I would definitely <laughs> hope so. I know, I know I do myself. I try to keep in touch with uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the key movers and uh, swayers that I've come in the with. And uh, I know among others, uh, the Oak Ridge boys, especially uh, Joe Bonzel, who has been, uh, has been a uh, professional friend of mine since we've met, and uh, Dwayne Allen, also the boys. All four of the guys are just great guys, and uh, we do keep in touch. So, uh, yeah, absolutely got to do that. That's, that's a must-do thing, and I, I understand what you're saying. Again, from having listened to Turn It Up, you're exactly right. The guy comes in, goes up to the bar, grabs himself a drink. The band is just coming on and playing, and he's out there. Come on, turn it up. Let's do this thing. Let's get it going. And this song does do that. I'll warn you guys ahead of time, listeners, and you, John Bon Jovial, he's going to crank it on this thing. Now, before we let you go, Stephen, want to give you a chance to sell yourself and your music. Tell the folks how they can find you online, follow you, get in touch with you. Of course, get your music, too.
3: Well, you can you can get my music on pretty much any major outlet online. If you're downloading music, um, Apple Music, uh, Google Music, um, iHeartRadio, of course YouTube. My music videos up there for Turn It Up. You can visit me on my website at uh, Stephen K Music on 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 uh, Facebook, um, on Instagram. It'd be Stephen K on Instagram. You can hit me up on there. Um, same thing on Twitter. I try to I try to I'm trying to keep everything updated as I go along because I've sure. got some really good shows coming up where I get to play some music with some fun people like Travis Tritt and oh, sure. with uh Blake Shelton and several other guys. So there'll be stuff going across the line about that here soon and and it's it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's one of those cool things that we get to do. So check the music out and check the check the schedule out online. And like I said, I try to update everything that we're doing because uh, we're in Nashville now. We're actually moving to Tennessee, so this is going to be a this is going to be a fun thing. Sounds. We're in transition from our ranch over in Oregon to Tennessee. So
1: sounds exciting. Uh don't you forget with stuff coming up. Don't you forget my Facebook groups page, the David Bowers Awards, where you can post all your information, your play dates, tours, new music, whatever you want to share. You can go on there. You don't need a uh, press release. Post it right directly yourself. And we'll pick it up and spread it around to our other social media sites. Keep that in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys are
2: fantastic.
1: Oh, our pleasure. You are, too. Thank you, Stephen K. Ladies and gentlemen, here is his latest track. Video is out now. It's called Turn It Up. You go, Stephen Kay, and turn it up, and wow, that stacks just kicks it, doesn't it, John Bon Joviol? Well,
0: oh, man, I tell you what, that's like the secret sauce. It's great,
1: <laughs> it's excellent, it really
0: is, and you know, makes that thing just kick it up more than than I thought it would, and very impressed, Mister K. Yeah,
1: I uh, got himself it a he hit. Brings back shades of Boots Randolph and how he used to work in country music, and uh, I love it. It's uh, that is definitely. That's definitely a club song. I, I could see that. They still have jukeboxes in clubs anymore. I can see that on the jukebox for years. That's, that's just one of those songs. I know what you mean. And we thank Stephen Kay for sharing it with us. We look forward to the next time. I know he's got an album he's putting together, and hopefully we maybe get to play some tracks from that one. We're going to move along here to our second guest in just a moment, John Bon jovi Any comments on Stephen Kay?
0: Well I think he's uh going to be a success with the music that he's got. I think he needs to polish a few aspects of the music. I know he's been doing it for a long time, but you know if he wants to get in the airplay on, you know, terrestrial commercial radio, uh it it's not going to take much because he's got a good base on his production values, on the way he's put the band together. Uh, And if he accomplishes that, then I think that we're going to be hearing a lot more from Mr. Stephen Kay.
1: Well, I'll tell you, our next guest we're going to hear more from, he was with us, uh, I don't know, what was it, a couple of years ago, July of 2020. He was with us with a uh, group from the Philippines called uh, Charles Daza and the Revenants. Now, I understand from talking with Larry that uh, the pandemic did them in, they fell apart. And Larry has since formed this new project when we're gonna be talking with him right after we listen to the first track from his new project, the L and M project band, and here they are with a thing called Chomp Chomp Gator. <laughs> philippines we say hello to larry of the L M project hello larry how you doing david doing just fine thanks how you doing bright and early in the morning over there ah pretty good fantastic thank you for joining us we're so glad to have you with us and apologies to our listeners who were expecting anthony smith unfortunately due to some unfortunate circumstances he was unable to join us and we hope he'll be with us again in the future but i want to thank you larry for uh, picking up the slack and jumping in at the last minute to uh, join us here on the David Bowers Awards. I love the music of your new project. Tell us about the L&M project.
4: Well, um, as you kind of mentioned uh, uh, before, I was with the uh, Charles Dawson Revenants, and uh, we had actually appeared on your show, uh, yeah, it was probably like you said, a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, July and 2020.
4: Uh, yeah, a little over, about a year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, when the pandemic hit it um, we really had a blow from the pandemic and we weren't able to rehearse or anything of that nature and everybody just kinda went their own separate way. So late it was probably October last year I got together with the guitar one of the guitar players from Charles Dawson The Revenants, Mark irvideas as and I started writing uh some music and uh got him in on the project, went into the studio and started uh, recording uh, about a year ago. Uh, some various tunes that we uh, wound up putting out uh, several singles uh, through the last year. I, I think it was probably um, right around July or August of uh, 2021. I had read a uh, actually a comment on on Facebook that someone had made uh, about a um, album. That was done by various artists, and uh, the comment actually said, "You know, it'd be it'd be nice if someone wanted to pick this up and do a um, a rock opera type thing." So it got me thinking, uh, you know, hey, I'll try to write something like a rock opera. Of course, I've never done it before, and had no idea where, <laughs> where to even start. So uh, after doing a couple, two or three months of uh, research on of how to go about it and getting a story concept and everything and started writing the music and then we wound up getting into the studio at the end of September of this year and we just completed the album the tracking of it around the 26th of November and so the uh Tracks uh, we finally got back from mastering and uh, we're ready to, ready to move
1: on it. Well, we are just thrilled to pieces to be able to debut the album here. Again, thank you. Uh, I, there were a lot of th- a lot of people that got messed up with the pandemic, and yes, there were some uh, some groups that didn't survive for a various number of reasons. And I'm glad to see you found a way to recover and get back onto it. And when I first heard this album. You know I caught the uh connections there was a mention in that first track of Badass Jane, who is the namesake of the album uh I got the thematic feeling understood and i I really got also got the impression that there's a there's kind of a superhero being molded there. you know this is someone we could see more of in the future
4: <laughs> yeah, I left it kind of open you know that the the actual story you know if you hear the entire album. You know, which actually it just only contains about seven tracks uh, mm-hmm. on this portion of it, but uh, it actually follows the story of a of a girl named Jane, her growing up, getting married, and uh, but when she was younger, she always wished that she could be a superhero and have that kind of thing mm-hmm. inside of her. So when she got older, this superhero type person comes out, but in reality ruins ruins her life and, and the life of, of her husband and just ruins everything for them. Uh, and that's how the story kind of progresses all the way up till through their death, this badass Jane's the one that caused all of that. So
1: before I ask the next question, I know John Bon Jovial wants to get in here. John, what you got?
0: Well you, you pretty
1: much what you just said there, Larry,
0: kind of altered my first question. Is the chomp chomp alligator? Is that badass Jane?
4: It, it's part of Jane's journey. Of the of the things that she okay. did uh, is where that goes. That's why it's actually, uh, as I was saying, it's the, the third track on the album. Uh, she she winds up in the Alluvial Plains of the Delta in Mississippi, and she winds up, you know, killing this giant alligator that they can't get no one else to do, but this badass Jane character okay. actually
0: does that. Yeah, here in southwest Florida, you know, we're we're very familiar with with gators and we're also <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. very familiar with those huge gators and and I don't know if you've ever had gator nuggets, you know that and, and that's a that's a that's a, a legit thing, but they're you make them right, they're really yummy. They're very I good. I never had them.
1: I never had them, uh but uh, that's that's quite a story and I, I'm really really interested. I want to go back and listen to the whole album in its entirety, which I haven't yet. I've sampled it, but I have not gotten to listen to the whole album and I definitely plan on doing that. It's quite a creation you've come up there you've come up with and I salute you just on coming up with the idea, putting it together and creating the final project. I mean that is a that is a work in itself what happens from here on out is just frosting on the cake. And uh, we are going to be playing the title track uh, after we talk with Larry here now. Uh, now, are you guys uh, outperforming this at all?
4: Not yet. We actually haven't performed live because we're, we're still in the Philippines, we're still under lockdown. Oh, gosh. Uh, and so there's, yeah, there's still no live performances here. But it is starting to lighten up a little bit some acoustic um, sets are allowed only right now mm. in some of the clubs, but we're, we're hoping that come January things will, they'll get back to where our live bands can start performing again.
1: Have you ever given any thought to doing a, uh,
4: an online,
1: uh, an online show where you might do the entire album right straight through?
4: Yes, that it gets to be a little difficult from here as well, but um that is an option for us to to look into after the after the first of the year.
2: Yeah, if, if
4: they're not go- yeah, if they're not going to open up the clubs for live bands and stuff. It's yeah, one and depending are depending on now is is that new variant of the of the coronavirus. Yeah, right.
1: The Omicron. So I
4: mean, it yeah, it's going to affect the states, it's going to affect everybody. Uh, differently so we don't know what the governments are going to do with regards sure. to locking people down again and and so it's just playing it by ear but yeah, we're going to actually- stay strong and we're, we're going to continue writing and and continue Absolutely, uh yeah. doing what we do so
2: i know
1: every time i hear chomp chomp gator i think of uh uh, Tony Joe White, Folk Salad, Annie from back in the, uh, what was it, back in the '60s, early '70s, whenever that was, I don't remember the year. But uh, absolutely, there are there are platforms, there are plenty of platforms out there that would enable you to do the live the live show, or even pre-record if you wanted to. I mean, there's stage it. Well, for that matter, there's Facebook Live. So uh, there are plenty of ways you might be able to put that together. I think it would be an adventure, and uh, and quite a show. I know I would be. I would love to see that because this is a an intriguing thing that you have done here, John. You look like you want to get back in here with something. What you got?
0: Well, you pretty much asked what I was going to ask about possibly doing an online show. I think that the uh, doing a concept album like this and being able to um, you know perform it from the comfort of your home or your studio. Uh, But still to try to get a worldwide audience could give you guys such great mileage for when it finally does break and life can start getting back to normal in the Philippines. Of course, here in the States, it has loosened up a little bit and probably to a degree, I think, too much because there are live shows now and concerts and, you know, all the bars are uh, welcoming folks back. And, you know, it's it's nice, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's too soon. Now, that's just my right. own personal opinion, uh, but I think that if you guys could do a uh, you know a, a full online presentation with full orchestration, oh man, that that would be hot. That would be just great, and I would tune in for that definitely.
4: Yeah, we well certainly uh, that that's in the, uh, I can't I can't say it's in the works, but we we have put a lot of thought into that. Um, well, you know, if you can, ever do,
0: we're, you, you know, we'll promote
4: the heck out of it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll certainly let you know if we do it and when we schedule it.
1: Definitely look forward to that. Larry, tell me, when is this album going to be available to the public?
4: Uh, We're releasing the single Badass Jane, which will be released on January 4th. And then the the entire album will be available on January 10th.
1: And where would they go to look for it?
4: Well, any digital platform. Yeah, okay. uh, the Spotify, YouTube, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, all, all the normal digital platforms. Will you
0: be, will you be uh, releasing physical copies of it, either CD or LP, on vinyl? Uh,
4: I believe we are going to be, which will probably be towards closer to the end of January. Uh, but we, I have plans at, at this point to go ahead and manufacture the physical CD. Great. From here in the Philippines,
0: That'd be great so. because you know there's this guys like us. You know we're 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 the we're the we're the baby boomers. We're the dinosaurs, and 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 we like oh yeah our physical
1: media. Hey <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing like vinyl, and the world is starting oh, to realize absolutely. that there's a resurgence in vinyl over the last several years. But uh, yeah, I'm look forward to hearing. I'm, as I said, I'm going to look forward to taking time to go back and listen to the album in order in its entirety. Now, before we let you go, we'd like to give everybody on our show. All of our guests, a chance to sell themselves, tell the people how they can find you, how they can contact you, how follow, what you're doing, and, of course, get your music as soon as it's available. Tell the folks how to get in touch with you.
4: Well, we have multiple ways. Uh, of course, our, our, our Facebook page at um, you know Facebook.com, come in to take me home, C-O-M-I-N-T-O-T-A-K-H. E-H-O-M-E will get you into our Facebook We've also uh, in the last month or so Got our actual webpage At Com, Which from there There's links to our music With regards to Spotify or Facebook All of that is all contained In our webpage and uh Fantastic. everything there will be updated. Um as soon as I get time to do it. <laughs> I'm kinda of busy but we'll get well, the the web page updated uh for for this album and uh all the other things that we have accomplished uh in the past year. So
1: wonderful i'm really really excited for you about this project it's been a while since anybody did a rock opera or a story like this and uh, i would be interested to see the reception you get i'm just very thankful that you let us break the uh, break the album online and in the states and look forward to hearing some great things from you do keep in touch with us and we will with you also and again Thank you so much, one for jumping in on a moment's notice, and two for this fantastic project you've got going thank you larry uh
4: david you're you're more than welcome and um from you know all the indie artists, we certainly thank both of you for all your support towards uh indie artists around the world. you know you have well, a great show and uh keep up what you're doing because it's you know, it's guys like you that uh, make it uh, worth it for guys like me.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much. We we try. We love what we do. And we love sharing the music and talents of indie artists like yourself from around the world. Because a lot of American listeners don't get to hear some of the music from other countries. So it's especially right. great to be able to share that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Larry of the l Project Band. And here we go with the title track from The Adventures of Badass Jane. Here is Badass Jane.
5: Last Friday night I was drinking in a bar When this girl walked in And asked me for a ride I said, where are you going? She replied, away
6: from here
5: Man in the I told her I will take her to the station of a train to hit you right on the southern rail lane. By the way, I said, what is your name? She stared me down and said, that ass change. With long black hair and a tattoo on her face and her eyes so black just staring into space. Now, I'm no fool and see the devil in her soul, that's when she. Up and
6: Let's hit the road.
5: She's bad, so bad, bad as Jane. She's bad, so bad, bad as Jane. She had a pistol slapped to her hip and the blood running down from her bloodshot lips. I walk her out. When she jumped in, I prayed to God to give me love. I was scared and almost shook my pants when she grabbed me by the leg and said, Thank you, man. I dropped her at a station to catch the southbound train. She's heading to the Delta and the Isle of El
1: adventures of badass jane there you go the l and project band all the way from the philippines we want to thank larry so much because it was like seven o'clock in the morning when he had to get up to record this uh, this interview we want to thank him so much for joining us we want to thank you our listeners as well because without you there wouldn't be us thank you so much we we'll look forward to seeing you again next week thank you so much for being there we love you john bonjovio take us home Well, let me get on my
0: saddle and mosey on out of here. Uh, Uh, Rose's Cantina. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are forever and ever grateful for your attendance and your presence here. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are... Free, free, can you believe it, on most major streaming services, including podpage.com forward slash the David Bowers. You can help The David Bowers Award support indie artists and music by clicking on the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We would really appreciate that if you would. Be sure to click the follow button on the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Anchor FM, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the usual places. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFC FM 106.3 on your FM dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio at noon Eastern. And then again on Sunday on Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, to the David Bowers and all of our crew of uh, moronic Radio Ranchero fans and hands here, this is the lovable and legendary John Bon Jovial saying, uh, you know, be good to yourself. Go get that booster if you're eligible, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.